What up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Bach Fancy Talk. Like always, I'm your favorite host, Bach. And today we got two new guest speakers, never been on here before. I They are uh, Ryan Greco and David Owens. So Ryan Greco, start us off with a little intro just about yourself and how your fancy team's going so far. Uh, I'm Ryan Greco, as Bach told you. Uh, play multiple fancy leagues this year. Most of them are 2-1. and one. Have had some tragic losses, especially week one, where I had 99% chance to win. The Cowboys defense put up 35 points. So I've struggled at times, but overall I've been carried by some great players such as Devontae Adams. So I've been able to get a few wins. So hopefully I can keep it up and give you all the best info you need. All right, and then my name's David. I'm new to the podcast and glad to be here. In our league with me, Greco and Bach, I'm 3-0 in a 14-man league, averaging 135 points, so a pretty solid start on that end. And then in my other 10-man league, I'm actually 1-2 with my opponent dropping 180 against me, so not the best start right there. Yeah, I also played against Keenan Allen, Tyree Kill, and Bill's defense, so that's just not the best formula for winning. But with that, let's get right into it. Thursday Night Football, Giants at 49ers. I said not to really start anybody besides Darren Waller. I'm not concerned with Darren Waller. He led the Giants with seven targets, only five points, which is not the best. I think in Arley he was picked way too early. He was picked over Hawkinson, over Kittle, which isn't the best move. Giants, I don't know who they play this week, but we'll get that into that in the preview. Right now we're going to review, review all these games like we normally do. Same old schedule. 49ers side of the ball, Purdy looks excellent. I think Purdy, honestly, is a vile Starting quarterback for fantasy, top 15, top 12, definitely a bye week filler, but definitely a guy you want to stash on your bench. CMC was like CMC. I think he put up 22 points. Excellent. They kind of limited his load. They gave Elijah Mitchell 11 carries. Isn't the worst thing on a short week. You don't want a guy to get hurt. Give him some time off. But speaking of hurt, Debo Samuel had an excellent game. He did not practice today. As the time we're recording this, it is 3:16 on September 26th. Reminder, if you have not followed us on Instagram at Bach Fancy Talk, I highly recommend you do. But getting back to the Thursday night football game, Debo Samuel did absolutely well. He's proving me wrong. I said at the beginning of the season he was more of a name recognition player. But right now he's stepping into it. I think he's averaging 18 points a game, which is excellent, especially for a fourth or fifth round pick. George Kittle had his best game with Brandon Ayuk out. He was suddenly out with a shoulder injury. Tough on that short week, but he will most likely play next week. Kittle, though, 16 points. McCaffrey did well. Other than that, I don't think you can start a guy besides Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey, or Ayuk. And one thing I'd like to say about Kittle, I mean, when you get Kittle, you know exactly what you're getting. He's going to be the guy to average around that exact mark of double digits every single week. Averages nine points a game these past three weeks and had 16 points in his last week. So you can get those high booms. But when you trade for Kittle, this is a guy that you want to be consistent. A lot of tight ends this season have been scoring low numbers, especially Hunter Henry last week only had about four. But Kittle is going to be that exact guy that if you need double digits, he's going to be the man to go with. Heading into the 1 o'clock game, starting off with the Colts-Ravens. Again, I feel like last week this game was a trap. Minshew did all right. Zach Moss is exceptional. I think Zach Moss is a play with Jonathan Taylor out. You're only going to get one more week out of him, and then Jonathan Taylor is back. Other than that, Pittman's doing well. I think Pittman's a guy who's probably should be in your lineup more in the flex range. Other than that, I'm really not loving anybody else. I mean, I'm very surprised about Michael Pittman's production so far this year. I thought with Anthony Richardson being named the starting quarterback, someone who tends to run the ball a lot, that he wasn't able to produce these great numbers. But last week, he was able to put up 16.7 points, 
on 11 targets, which is very good production from him. He's had a couple of good weeks, which is very surprising. But then looking at the Baltimore Ravens side, another great performance there by Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's just showing what Justin Fields hasn't done with 101 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, always going to be elite fantasy options. Then Zay Flowers continuing to show that he's the true wide receiver one for the team. As you've seen in fantasy many, many years, you've seen those rookie wide receivers during the later parts of the season becoming one of the top fantasy production. And I think Zay Flowers will end up being a top 20 fantasy wide receiver. And that's one of my bold predictions. Yeah, I like that. Zay Flowers definitely taken away. OBJ, I believe, did not play that game, which hints why Zay Flowers did so well. Mark Andrews is not doing too hot for the third-round pick, second-round pick slot. You just got to keep it going with him because, again, the tight end position is so slim. Baltimore has a problem running the ball and not running the ball, but who is running the ball. They get hurt a ton. All these guys are getting hurt. It's such a weird room, but with Lamar, his passing was terrible, but the running side of it, when you get two touchdowns and 100 yards, that's what you want from your quarterback. And I think if you need a little bit of a sneaky pickup, a Baltimore receiver could be a good option. J.K. Dobbins on the injured reserve and with nobody else really to step up into that position and perform like he has. Someone like Odell Beckham Jr. or people such as that would be a great option if you need a good bench man. Moving in the Titans-Browns game, I think it's time to panic on Derrick Henry. 11 carries for 20 yards. He's been dealing with turf toe. He got outsnapped 25 to 17. You're still going to play Derrick Henry, but I am 100% out on Derrick Henry. I'm trying to trade him right, right away while his value is still somewhat high. DeAndre Hopkins did not do well, especially in a game when they're down 27-3. to I'm staying away from the Titans. I'm benching all Titans. I'm trying to get Derrick Henry off my team now, and that's the first guy on my list who I'm officially panicking on. I mean, the Tennessee Titans, every single part of their offense just wasn't clicking that game, especially the run game. And I don't blame it all on Derrick Henry. He's a super talented running back, and we've seen his fantasy production be so efficient during these last few years. But this year, there's been a big change in their offensive line. I was watching the replay of that game, and every time Derrick Henry got the ball, there's three Browns players in the backfield already on Derrick Henry. So he wasn't able to produce anything. When going to their pass game, Ryan Tannehill, he's not the guy. He's too old. You have players such as Will Levis, Malik Willis, not the sharpest prospects, but someone who I think can give you a little more fancy production and get DeAndre Hopkins involved. But then looking at the Cleveland Browns side, an offense that's really clicking, I do want David Njoku to get involved more. I think he's a top tight end prospect, 6'5", absolutely huge. I think they need to get him involved more. But then when you talk about the stars, Amari Cooper, he's continuing to show out. But with the rushing situation, I don't know right now with Cleveland. Pierre Strong Jr., Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, all gang a lot of carries. So I wonder who will turn out to be that true RB1 for the team. Yeah, it just ultimately comes down to who gets that goal line touch. Looks like it was Jerome Ford this week. I think at a receiving and rushing touchdown. That's a fluke. It's a big fluke week for Jerome Ford. I think Deshaun Watson, though, and Amari Cooper are the only guys you can really play and at this point trust from this team. Weird, weird, weird Dolphins game. They absolutely showed out. We'll talk more about the Broncos' side of the ball because I think we all know Dolphins did really well. It's tough to be in on Javante Williams. Three targets when they're up that much. It's, it's just such a weird game. It's so hard to look at this fantasy game and then look into this game next week against the Bears and interpret this game. I think Judy's starting to be a play, right? His snap share went up a ton. I think it was 25%. He's back off the hamstring. I think Sutton is a great play right now. 11 targets, especially against the Bears this week. Kind of hitting the preview, but I like these guys. But just what I'm taking away from this game is just a bad NFL game. Just a bad, 
bad game. Tua looked excellent. I can't decide between A-Chain and Monster. It's just the numbers are so inflated. you got to wait another week. I think A-Chain's going to be a stash on your bench, especially going against Buffalo. Miami's getting all the media talk. I do think Buffalo wins this week. Jalen Waddle did not play, and they put up 70, but I think, obviously, Tyreek Hill's doing well. A-Chain did well. Um, and obviously, Mostert is going to be a start from here on out until something changes. And one thing about Mostert, I mean, I didn't really notice him until this week, dropped 45. But even before that, he had 25 in the week pass and then 13 in the first week. He's been consistent with his numbers, and there's only up for him. Heading into the Pats Jets game, I did not realize that Ezekiel Elliott outperformed Ramondre Stevenson. I do think, kind of going to Dallas, I think Dallas is missing Zeke, but besides that, fantasy wise, it's got to be a time where Ramondre Stevenson does something. I mean, I have him. He's 15, I don't mind, 15 a week. But it is time where Ramondre Stevenson steps up and does something. I'm going to stick with him right now. I've been trying to move him, not just because of the fact Ezekiel Elliott's doing better. I think teams more interpret when the Patriots are running. I think their offensive coordinator needs to change. I don't like how this team's going from New England side of the ball. Shut side of the ball. you got to bench everybody. It, it's just it's such a bad situation. It's just all in their head. The Rodgers hype was there. Dalvin Cook, Brees Hall. You can't you can't go with 12 carries for 18 yards. You can't live with that. I'm out on the Jets running backs. I'm out on Garrett Wilson. I'm just out on that team as a whole. Patriots, though, I like my I like Hunter Henry. Did have an off week, but five targets is still what you like. Kendrick Bourne probably isn't the worst play to have on your bench. Uh, just running back situations, just a little weird in New England. Uh, y'all won't say anything or not. I mean, it was an ugly fantasy game for both teams. I mean, no player really showed that they had any sort of true production. And then when I look at Garrett Wilson, the star receiver for the Jets, he's such a player that everyone was high on before this season. They saw Aaron Rodgers coming to New York. They're like, oh, he's going to be a superstar this year. Because last year, he showed that even with Zach Wilson, that he can perform at a high level. But this year, Zach Wilson is just absolutely terrible and not getting the ball to Garrett Wilson allowing him to have the production he needs so if you can I try to trade him for some sort of better flex play but regardless Garrett Wilson not performing yeah I mean this one hits close to home for me I got Garrett Wilson the second round of my pick the second round of my draft so I've seen him average about 10 points a game I think he can be no better than a flex I don't think he will ever have a slot as a one or two wide receiver on my team but I think you really either got to look to trade him high or just keep him at that flex position. Yeah, I was kind of saying, because, again, the expectations were so high, and then Rodgers goes down in the first five minutes. Speaking of going down bad, Bills and Commanders. This game was just absolute blowout. Howe threw four picks. I think two were pick sixes. Brian Robinson actually was really good on the ground, but I think that's just because a lot of third and 20s, a lot of third of 18s where he gets some long runs. Receiving-wise, I think you still got to play Terry McLaurin. I think as a flex, he's not the greatest option in the world. Bill's side of the ball, it's James Cook, but James Cook is not getting the goal line touches, which is 100% a problem down the line when he's not getting all these rushing yards. Josh Allen was Josh Allen. Gabe Davis caught his one long touchdown, that's it. Right now I'm just rolling with Diggs and Allen. And I'm kind of disappointed in Dalton Kincaid. Got picked so high, not seeing what I like. So I'm out on Dalton Kincaid right now, obviously. Who wouldn't be in on Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? But I think James Cook is definitely a play, and it could potentially be a very, very high-scoring matchup this week against Miami. I mean, obviously we knew the Buffalo Bills were a talented defense, but this week they put up 31 fantasy points. And I was against someone who had five Bills players, one of them being the Buffalo defense. So I lost that game because they put up 
180 points against me. So that Buffalo Bills offense, you got to start everyone. Maybe other than Gabriel Davis, who only had one catch. I mean, it was a touchdown, but other than that. And then you go on the Washington side. I don't know how much I trust these receivers. Sam Howell, I think he's one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the league. I don't think he can be a viable fantasy option, especially at that quarterback position. Terry McLaurin, he has talent, but I don't know if he can show up in those big moments. So right now, I'd bench most players on Washington. Maybe Brian Robinson as the RB2, depending on how deep your league is. Falcon, are you going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, looking just fantasy-wise, Bills versus Commanders, just two completely opposite teams. I mean, Commanders, just so inconsistent with the amount of people they play, just rotate in and out with the receivers and the running backs, especially with Brian Robinson Jr. coming in. But the Bills are kind of the opposite story. Like you said, Greco, I've seen some teams play almost half their team being Bills players, and they've succeeded in that end. And even Gabe Davis, you've seen him put up low points, but he also has the chance to have those 20, 25-point weeks. So Bills are just such a consistent team, offense, defense, you name it. Falcons-Lions, I mean, I watched this whole game. I was not in love with it. I'm pretty sure Greco and Owens will say something about this later. When you throw the ball 38 times, you just look at that stat line for the Falcons, and you just know they lost. Uh, Bijan didn't do too well. Just couldn't get anything going. The problem is if you can't run the ball, you can't pass the ball because nothing's going to be there. It's just a crappy game for the Falcons. Like I said last week, hardest two-game stretch is coming. you got the Lions, and you got to go to London and play the Jaguars. Then the schedule gets easy. But from a fantasy standpoint, I'm not panicking. Again, Bijan, I think it's top seven right now running back. The Riddler did not do well. I'm not in love with the Riddler. I would love another quarterback. But we got to look at the receiving-wise because you know you're going to play Bijan every week. we got to look at this. I think Kyle Pitts is the play. He looks like he is still hurt. I don't know why he's even out there. I would have put him on IR for the first four weeks. I don't even know why he's out there. He looks like he's limping the whole time. Five receptions, 41 yards. It's time to bunch Drake London. I mean, if you're throwing the ball 38 times and he gets 5.1 fantasy points, I'm out on him. I'm out on everybody else. Y'all can y'all want anything else to say? Because I think from the Falcons' side, this was terrible. I mean, as a Falcons fan myself, that was one of the most brutal games to watch. The only player that you should be starting on this Falcons roster right now is Bijan Robinson because the offensive line, they, they give this offense no time to produce anything. Ritter has 1.3 seconds in the pocket, which is absolutely brutal. And the only reason Bichon's producing is because of how talented he is and avoiding like 10 tackles per carry. But then you look at the Detroit side, Jameer Gibbs, someone I was so high on during the season. I thought he was going to be a superstar, but when he got that RB role because David Montgomery was out, he didn't produce that much under 10 fantasy points, which is not ideal, especially for someone of Gibbs' talent. So I don't know what type of play he is. I still think he should be in that RB2 slot until David Montgomery gets back. But once Montgomery's back, maybe a flex play. Other than that, you shouldn't be starting him. And I just think, like, I, I'm very upset about how Arthur Smith is using Bijan just on his end. I think Bijan is really, in the NFL, in fantasy, the closest thing you're going to get to an Austin Eckler-type player. He can have that potential to have those 30, 40-point games, but they just don't use him the way they should. Like you said, they passed the ball 38 times. He got very little on that end, and when you have a receiving back like that, but you can't use him as a receiver or as a running back, he just really doesn't collide with the teams that yeah, well. Yeah, I just think, think that shows. I mean, the defense was exceptional for the Falcons. Uh, but, again, throwing the ball 38 times, not what you want. Head of the Lions real quick. I'm surprised you all skipped over this. Sam Laporta had 11 targets. There was only four Lions players who had targets. It was Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, Cleef Raymond, and Jameer Gibbs. I'm all in on Laporta. 
It is Laporta season. I'm starting Laporta over Dallas Goddard on my team. Again, like Rico said, super disappointed in Jameer Gibbs. That was terrible. But he's a good player. I think David Montgomery might play Thursday. If he does, we can talk about it in the preview. But we'll breeze through these next two 1 o'clock games. Saints Raiders, or Saints Packers, excuse me. Derek Carr's out. I don't think that really affects anybody. I think Kamara's finally back, so I'm not going to even look at the rushing part. Receiving-wise, though, I like Lave. Who wouldn't? I think Michael Thomas is not the worst play, more of a flex play, low-end flex play at this point. Packers side of the ball. I don't even think A.J. Dillon's really even startable when Aaron Jones is out unless he gets a touchdown. Receiving-wise, though, I think Musgrave is a guy to probably look out for in these next coming weeks. And if Christian Watson does not play on Thursday, I think Romeo Dubs is the guy you probably should sneak into your lineup for the Lions. I mean, there's only one guy I want to start on this Packers roster, and it's Jordan Love right now because with the Green Bay receiving position, there's so many guys, but not none of them true wide receiver ones. Romeo Dobbs, he was the star, five receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. He's probably the receiver one, but it's a new guy every week. But I still love Jordan Love. Three conse- consecutive 20-plus fantasy performances. He's a true QB1 in a 12-man PPR league. He needs to be getting the start. He's a superstar. Now I'm excited to see what Alvin Kamara does when he gets back because this New Orleans rushing game, they have been horrible. So Kamara's definitely got to change that up. As Saints team, that's 2-1. and one. They could win the NFC South and maybe be a contender for the playoffs. Texans and Jaguars. I, mean, I think I said last week the Texans were going to win this game. That was my trap game of the week. Stroud looks legit. It's only been three games, so you can't say much. But he looks like he won't be the number one quarterback, but for the guys picked, he looks solid right now. I think he's got a stash. Tank Dell, all in on Tank Dell. I think he's going to be exceptional. I think he, honestly, is not the worst guy to throw in your flex. I also think Nico Collins should be in your lineup as well. Jaguar side of the ball, they got to figure this stuff out. I don't think they'll figure it out against the Falcons. I think the Falcons' defense is actually good. It's a new guy every week for the Jaguars. ETN, you're going to play ETN. You're going to play Evan Ingram. Uh, you got to play Calvin Ridley, but it's just, it's just not there. Something's got to click. I think Christian Kurtz. Kirk has now taken over. I don't think Zay Jones even played, right? I don't yeah, think Zay Jones well. even played. Uh, just a weird, another one of those weird Jaguars games, which is just bad. Uh, we'll cruise along. Chargers and Vikings as a shootout. Pick up Joshua Palmer. That is my waiver wire pickup over the week over Devon A-Chain because he is the wide receiver too, and Quentin Johnson does not play that much. Keenan Allen gave some fantasy managers a lot of trouble if you were playing against them. But Mike Williams tore his ACL. That's the biggest thing took from the game. Masson looked efficient. The Chargers aren't that good defensively for some reason, but he looked efficient. Big Kirko wakes up dripping like this is a great quarterback to play. I think he leads the league in passing yards and touchdowns. And then obviously you're going to play Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. I'm really excited about Jordan Addison. Usually he's just a deep ball type of guy. He catches one big deep ball and he's done. This week, though, 11.2. Not the worst thing. Six receptions. For 52 yards. Next game heading into the 4 o'clock. Panthers and Seahawks. Adam Thielen showed out. I think the Red Rifle, a.k.a. Andy Dalton, should have started these first two weeks. Give Bryce Young a little bit of leeway into the NFL, if that makes sense. Kind of ease him in, get him right. But from Panthers' side of the ball, Miles Sanders finally got in the end zone. Still not in love with Miles Sanders. Thielen looked well. DJ Chark did okay, but I'm st- I'm not even stashing DJ Chark. I don't think he's that good. Kenneth Walker, though, has been punching in. Doesn't even look too touchdown dependent, but I just don't think the Panthers are that good of a defense. Disappointed in Geno. 
not loving Gino this year that much as I did last year. But DK is definitely the better player over Tyler Lockett, but I don't think Tyler Lockett is the worst play, as JSN is really not getting that much work yet. And then Charbonnet is definitely a handcuff for Kenneth Walker. Moving into the next game, Bears and Chiefs game. I think I heard more about Taylor Swift than I did the Chiefs. I mean, everybody did well. I'm not benching Justin Fields yet because they play Denver this week, so if he does not do well against Denver, I am dropping Justin Fields. But again, next week's episode, definitely listen to that because we'll be talking about the Bears and the Broncos game a ton. Chiefs side of the ball, Mahomes. I said start Pacheco last week. He scored a touchdown. I said play Kelsey. I don't really like McKinnon that much, even though I think he had two touchdowns. I think every Chiefs running back had a touchdown. Still not in love with all of them. Just such a weird offense, and I think you just got to stick with Mahomes and Kelsey. I mean, it's just, speaking of the weird offense, I mean, it's a weird fantasy offense. But then when you talk about actual production, I mean, they win every week. They put up a ton of points. But then you look at the Chicago Bears side. I don't trust anyone right now. Both running backs are absolutely terrible. And Roshan Johnson and Cahill Herbert, none of them, you should not start either of them. And I'm someone who drafted Justin Fields and DJ Moore together. Hope, hoping that they were going to be a stud fantasy duo, and that is not what happened. Even though DJ Moore had 13.5 points this week, it, it just wasn't pretty. He only got those targets late in the game, and then Justin Fields, he's probably the worst quarterback in the NFL. He doesn't know how to get the ball down the field. All he knows how is to scramble out, get a few fantasy points for you. But if he doesn't produce against the Broncos, I don't think he should start the rest of the year. And we said it time and time again, I mean, you know – Harrison Bucker is such a good kicker, but even like sometimes it doesn't even matter how good the kicker is. It matters the offensive scheme. And when the Chiefs can get that far down the field but can't convert into those touchdowns half the time, Harrison Bucker is going to really be your guy for a kicker if you need to trade for a consistent person. I love that. I don't think we've talked about kickers until I had Daniel Carlson last year. I think finished as the kicker one, and I have Jake Moody this year who's the kicker one. Uh, heading into the next 4 o'clock game, Cowboys and Cardinals – Disappointed in Dak. One interception is not bad through three games. Pollard looked extremely efficient, played really well. I wouldn't love uh, – actually, last time C.D. Lamb played the Patriots, he did at, uh, I think, 38 points. Still loving C.D. Lamb. I think Gallup had a really good game, actually. Brandon Cooks was a little bit shadowed. Uh, I think it's just so far for Dallas. Who they play? They play – who does Dallas play this week? Dallas. Uh, they got the Patriots. Patriots, okay. So I'm just starting Pollard and C.D. Cardinal side of the ball. James Conner can do that against Dallas. I trust James Conner moving forward. I think he's got to be in your lineup. Looks like it's okay, pretty decent RB2. Receiving-wise, you can play Marquise Brown. I would not. I'm not going to tell you to play Marquise Brown, but like if you need a guy at your flex, go ahead with Marquise Brown. Not all in on him, though. Uh, Sunday night football game. Najee stinks. I'm done with Najee Harris. Najee Harris, bench him. Get him out of here. Jalen Warren's better. Put Jalen Warren in your starting lineup. Put Najee Harris on your bench. I just, I just don't love the Steelers' offense just in general. I just think their defense bails them out way too much to just say anything. I think if you're going to play somebody, you got to pay, play Pat Firemuth because there's only 12 tight ends. In a 12-man league, you got to play 12 tight ends. He's one of those 12. I think George Pickens is not the worst play if Deontay Johnson is out, but I'm not loving Pickens the rest of the year. Raiders side of the ball. I'm not going to panic on Josh Jacobs yet, but if he busts next week, I'm done on Josh Jacobs. Jimmy G had three picks. I don't think two were his fault, but I just think I just think some of them were bad. I'm just you're gonna play Devontae Adams. He had the Devontae Adams game. 
Jacoby Myers is not the worst start. I think you should start Jacoby Myers this week against the Chargers, and obviously you're going to start Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. I mean, the difference between Jacoby Myers and George Pickens. Pickens, he's the wide receiver one for this Pittsburgh team right now. Only six targets during that game for 75 yards. Well, Jacoby Myers double. 12 targets for 85 yards. And when you look at fantasy, you got to look about how much production they're going to get. If they're averaging more targets per game, the yards are going to come. The touchdowns are going to come. So right now, if you have the choice between Myers and Pickens, it's got to be Myers every single time. When you look at that Pittsburgh rushing. It's atrocious. Najee Harris is probably the worst running back in the league. I think I could run faster than him. Jalen Warren, I mean, he's okay, but, like, he's nothing special. And Kenny Pickett, he has small hands. He's not going to do much. He's he's not the guy I want in my lineup. So I'd stay heavily away from that Steelers team other than their defense. But for the Raiders, they got a few studs. I mean, just looking at the receivers, I'm kind of disappointed in how Garoppolo did because Jimmy G has two stud receivers in Adams and Myers. Jacoby Myers actually having a 25-plus point game in his first week, and then Devontae Adams always performing, like you know. But Jimmy G really just underperforming right now, has 15 in his first week, 7 in the next, and then 17 this week. So not the most efficient quarterback so far. And then, like you said, I don't even think Pat Fryermuth is the greatest pick because – Steelers just do not look hot right now. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in love with them. They're 2-1, and one, but I'm still not in love. Monday Night Football, we got two games because of the writer's strike. Jalen Hurts, two two bad picks. Should have had three, honestly. That one played to Sakias should have been a pick. Uh, Swift is just so much better than Gainwell. 40 carries as a team, and when the Eagles have 40 carries, you know the other team lost. I'm more in on Swift now than I am on Gainwell. A.J. Brown had that game after complaining because when you complain in Philly, it makes something happen. Devontae Smith had an off game. I think Goddard's still one of those 12 tight ends you got to play. Buccaneers' side of the ball. Rashad White, play at your own risk. This one, he's just a bi-week filler. Mike Evans, though, if he keeps getting the end zone, he's keeping a win you fantasy weeks. I think Godwin's either a flex or bench player at this point. I, I do. He hasn't been. I think he hasn't scored over 11 points yet this year. Uh, Mike Evans definitely has to be in your lineup. But Godwin, just not just not in on him right now. Yeah, you got it. I mean, I think the biggest takeaway from this game is DeAndre Swift. He's an RB1 in fantasy for the rest of this year. I mean, as, during the last two games, he has combined for 290 rushing yards. He's been absolutely insane. For Kenneth Gainwell's sake, I think that's someone borderline flex some weeks. If you don't have an RB2, maybe start him. I mean, he got 14 carries, but only 3.1 yards per carry, so he's not going to be efficient. Well, look at Rashad White. He's their RB1. You see him getting multiple carries every single week, but he's just not producing. He's not playing up those good fantasy numbers, so I try to stay away from him, but if you don't have a good RB2, you got to continue to start him. And I like the idea of Rashad White. He can have those really big breakout games like he did in week two with those 21 points. Baker Mayfield, not the strongest quarterback the Bucks have ever had. So when you have that running game in a strong player such as Rashad White, you could have him at that flex position and he have a high-scoring game and really help your team out in that area. Other Monday Night Football game, Rams at Bengals. Disappointing the Rams, I really thought they were going to pull this one out. Stafford didn't look too hot, but Puka... Still going to be in your lineup this week. I think 2-2 Atwell is not the worst play. Tyler Higby had his best game so far, getting 12.1. Kyron Williams, a little bit of a disappointment, but I think he bounced back this week against Baltimore. Bengals side of the ball, they were just running short passes because Burrow was trying not to get sacked, trying not to re-injure that calf. Not playing Burrow this week. 
but I am playing Jamar Chase, and I'm still sticking with T. Higgins. He got eight targets, but I'm starting to get a little concerned about T. Higgins. Week four, I'll just run through the games and who you should start. Actually, now we're let's see. I'll go quickly. Lions, Laporta, David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Packers, Aaron Jones if he plays. Wouldn't start Christian Watson if he plays. I think I'd just start Aaron Jones and then maybe Dubs. Falcons and Jaguars, Kyle Pitts and Bijan. Jaguars, Evan Ingram, Travis Etienne, Calvin Ridley, and Christian Kirk, and Trevor Lawrence. Miami, Tua, Raheem Mostert, Tyree Kill, and Waddle. Buffalo, Josh Allen, James Cook, Stephon Diggs, and Gabe Davis. I think Gabe Davis should be in your lineup this week. Denver, Judy, Sutton, Javante Williams, Chicago. I'm rolling with Fields this week, and I'm rolling with DJ Moore, even though I'm not too high on them, but they're playing Denver. Baltimore and Cleveland, Lamar, Zay Flowers, and Mark Andrews. Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, and Amari Cooper. Pittsburgh, Pat Firemuth. Houston, Tank Dell. Nico Collins. Ah, no, no Damien Pierce. I don't love Damien Pierce. Vikings, Madison, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, and then Panthers. I start Keenan out. I start Adam Thielen this week 100%. Uh, Raiders and Chargers, Jay Herbo, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. I would consider Joshua Palmer. Raiders, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Patriots, you got to play Ramondre Stevenson and Hunter Henry. Cowboys, Dak Prescott, Tony P, and C.D. Lamb. Cardinals, ooh. I want to say nobody. I want to say nobody. I'm going to go with nobody. 49ers, Brock Purdy, CMC, Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle. Chiefs, Mahomes, Kelsey, and I'll put Pacheco in this week because they're playing the Jets. Jets, nobody. Seahawks, Kenneth Walker, DK, and Lockett. Giants, Saquon if he plays, and obviously you have to play Darren Waller. Heading into this week's defenses I like. Ooh, not a lot this week. Broncos and Bears. I'd go Brown or mm, no. I'd go Bengals against the Titans. I go Colts against the Rams. I go Bucks and Saints. I'll go Eagles against the Commies. Ooh, go Steelers against the Texans. 49ers, Chiefs. Not a lot of defenses I like this week. Not a lot. Waiver wire pickups, Joshua Palmar and Devon A. Chain are the guys that stick out for me. Y'all got any others? Uh, for me, Romeo Dobbs, if he's still available in your leagues, I think he'd be a good pickup. And then my other guy, Alec Pierce, though he didn't have that grave of fantasy production standpoint this week, but only 7.3 points, he played on 96% of the offensive snaps. He's the wide receiver, too, on that team. He's going to start getting the looks, and I think Alec Pierce would be a good pickup. And then, obviously, if Sam Laporta is still available in your leagues, you've got to pick him up and you got to start him. I agree. I think Romeo Dobbs is a very good pickup. One person that I really, really like right now is the idea of Tank Dell. Tank Dell has had two massive weeks scoring 20 and then 25 back-to-back weeks. A huge option for the Texans that they can have at that wide receiver spot, and I think he's going to overperform. Hey, our pick'ems Thursday Night Football, Lions at Packers. Give me the Lions. Yeah, I say, I'm going to say the Packers. I really like this Packers team. I like Jordan Love. I think their defense is very strong. It's definitely going to be a close game, but I think because it's at Lambeau, they're going to have the Packers fans behind them. I think the Packers are going to pull off the win. I go with the Lions, honestly. I mean, you've seen 
Jameer Gibbs had a, kind of an underperformance against the Falcons last week, but when you have people like Sam Laporta, you have Jameer Gibbs, and you have Amon Ross St. Brown, I mean, I think they've got a really stacked offensive line right there from all ends of the field. Uh, Falcons at Jaguars, like always, giving the birds. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Falcons. I love this team. They're going to win this game. They're going to go to 3-1. and one. They're going to prove the league wrong. I think the Jaguars are just really underperforming as a team right now. Trevor Lawrence is not doing his thing. I thought he was going to have a breakout season, but really just dropping off on that end. And Falcons, I mean, it's really only up from here after that last game. I think the Riddlers really got to step up or trade him. Dolphins at Bills. Give me the Bills. I think you got to go Dolphins. They put up 70 points last week. They're going to put up a lot of points this week. They're going to have studs that win your fantasy game, so I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins, too. I think Tua is just really getting into his game, and when he's fully healthy like this, you can see that he could be a top-10 quarterback, maybe even a top-5. Broncos at Bears. Justin Fields said they only need one win to get started, but they're not getting started this week. Give me the Broncos. I'm praying that the Chicago Bears win this game for the sake of my fantasy team. I think that Justin Fields will have 100 rushing yards. He's going to get in the end zone twice on the ground. I think he's going to pull off the win. I mean, just looking at it fantasy-wise, I don't know a single person I would start on this matchup, but i got to go with the Broncos. Ravens at Browns. Browns are favored. They're favored for a reason. Give me the Browns. This is a very tough game. The Browns are at home, but I think that Lamar Jackson's going to lead this Ravens team to a victory. I got to agree with that. I think the Ravens have this one. Bengals at Titans, this seems like a trap game. Titans are at home. Titans play well at home. Give me the Titans. I mean, the Bengals, they they didn't look good last week against the Rams. I don't know how healthy Burrow is, so I think I'm going to go with the Titans too. I think Burrow's, I mean, despite injury, I really think he is going to have one of those games where he shows up again, really shows the league what he can do, and I got to go with the Bengals. Disappointing start for the Rams, in my opinion. I think they keep that disappointing start. Give me AR-15 this week against the Rams, making the Colts go 3-1. and one. Oh, This is such a game. This is such a – I could go with either team here, but I think Kyron Williams, Puka Nakua, this Rams team's solid. Give me the Rams. I mean, fantasy-wise, their receivers are probably, like, total the best in the league. Just Rams just looking so good on the receiving end. But, I mean – they just really haven't looked hot so far. Cooper Cup obviously out, so I'm going to go with the Colts. Buccaneers at Saints. One team is going to take first place in the NFC South this week. J- Famous Jameis is starting against his former team in the Superdome. Give me the Aints. I hate both teams, but I think I'm going to roll with the Bucks. I like what I'm seeing out Baker Mayfield this year, and I think they're going to come into New Orleans and win that game. I think the Bucks too. I think that's a very solid team, and especially with Rashad White. Stepping up, I think they're going to have a solid game. Commanders at Eagles. Last year, the Commanders beat the Eagles in their stadium, but this year, the Eagles do not lose at home. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, I got the Eagles by 100. I agree. I mean, there's nothing you can really say against the Eagles right now. Vikings at Panthers. One team has to get their first win, and that team is going to be Big Kirko, who wakes up dripping like this. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, it's got to be the Vikings. The Panthers just don't look good at all, other than Adam Thielen. So I think the Vikings are going to come into Charlotte, win that game, and save their playoff hopes. And one person that you didn't say on the starters I was surprised about is Kirk Cousins himself. Oh, Carolina. Not? Oh, we'll start Kirk Cousins. Yeah, because, I mean, Carolina defense is just not good at all. They really have never had 
have been that great. And Kirko's just overperforming fantasy-wise and just in the season. So I go with the Vikings. Steelers at Texans. I think Lormy Tunsil plays. Give me the Texans. I was also go go with the Texans. I mean, they're at home. The Steelers' offense is terrible. And I actually like C.J. Stroud. I mean, he's throwing the ball for a bunch of yards, 906 yards, four touchdowns. I think he's going to lead Houston to a victory. I really think this matchup is just who can have the better defense, and I still think the Texans had that just because of how bad the Steelers' offense is. Raiders at Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Uh, tough one, but I think the Raiders are going to go in and win this game. I think that – uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to pass the ball to Devontae Adams every play. He's got 300-plus yards. Got to get you 50 fantasy points. As a Chargers secondary is terrible, so give me the Raiders. I got to go with Chargers. I really think Eckler's going to have a blowout game. I just have a feeling. Patriots at Cowboys. This really does seem like a trap game to me on national TV. Give me the boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm Cowboys. I think they're going to cover the spread. I think they're going to win by a lot. Mac Jones, he's not ready to play in front of all these nasty Dallas Cowboys fans, so give me the Cowgirls. There's really nothing you could say for the Pats. i got to go with the Cowboys as well. Cardinals at 49ers. Just give me the Niners. Yeah, give me the Niners too. This is not one you should really think about. They're favored by 14 points for a reason, so give me the Niners. Yeah, especially with Kyler Murray out. There's nothing Cardinals can really do against a team like San Francisco, and I think Brock Purdy will also have a big game this week. Chiefs at Jets, just just give me the Chiefs. Trap game, give me the Jets. I think Zach Wilson, he's got to prove the haters wrong this week. It's going to happen, and I think it's going to be this week at home against the Chiefs. I got to go with the Chiefs. I mean, Jets have just been so off this year. I mean, you can't really say anything because Aaron Rodgers, first five minutes of the game, that like almost never happens in the league, but Chiefs all the way. Seahawks at Giants, I'll take a little upset and give me the Giants, who actually favored, by the way. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I mean, it depends if Saquon plays or not. If Saquon plays, it's going to be a whole different game. But last week, their offense was just so terrible. So I think I'm going to roll with the Seahawks. I got to go with the Giants. I think if Saquon does play, like you said, it's going to be a whole different game. And I think the Giants would take that one. Thank you to Greco and Big D for coming out for this one. Not getting you out under 30 minutes, for getting you out under 40 minutes. Like always, I'm Alex Bach. Follow us at Bach Fancy Talk. And like always... We will see you next time.